0: Well, well. Welcome to Dad Crossing, a podcast about animals and parents. In today's episode, we will discuss the Thanksgiving event, the awesome Black Friday event hosted by none other than our Discord friend at hey it's Chad. our parenting philosophies, and our thoughts and experiences with VR across all platforms. But first, my. Greatest friend and good co-host, Mr. Sean Abbott. How you doing?
1: I'm really good, thank you. Uh, it's freezing in my kitchen this morning. Uh, it's first of December in winter, is definitely saying in the UK. Um, I was wearing a toque, but it was making my ears too warm with the headphones on, so I have to take that off. So <laughs> if
0: if I start turning blue, yeah, you know why. There you go. So what is I, the temperature over there right now? Like, what's the? Um, you're going to give me something in Celsius, and then I'm going to be totally lost, but that's okay. Uh,
1: it's about five degrees Celsius, so it's 35 degrees Fahrenheit. I can't remember.
0: For, around 40? Okay. Yeah, I. Uh, it's right around that here. It, it might be a little bit lower than that, somewhere, Somewhere. I don't know, around 32. Yeah. We have snow so, on the 39 ground. So. 39 Oh, okay.
1: Thirty. 39 degrees Fahrenheit there you go
0: there you go yeah so we're pretty close to each other in temperature might be a little chillier here we have snow right now and uh yeah my basement which is where um my podcast is never is never the right temperature it's either cold or it's hot it's usually it's usually cold in this winter and hot in the summer I don't know it's never the right temperature even though it is climate controlled it just there's only one thermostat, and that's upstairs. So the the furnace doesn't care what it, what what it feels like down. So there you uh, have it.
1: Well, because we had to record the last podcast in two halves, and the second half that I, we did, I was sat on my bedroom floor, nice and warm. And yeah, I've, I'm having to rethink uh, where I record. So. Uh, mm-hmm looking at trying to move out to the garage but to move out to the garage means a lot of work because it's even colder in there
0: i was gonna say wait you just wouldn't that be even colder okay uh,
1: uh, it's to join to the the garage is join to the house so it's not too cold but i'd have to there's a lot of work i i need to do something with the garage because with with the wife's business we're slowly running out of
0: we're all good <laughs> we're all good over here don't worry <laughs> <We> had, <laughs> i had a little flicker of the lights for everybody who's wondering why she- but Sean just had a moment over here, over here in the, on my side, there's a little flicker, but we're good. Probably oh, losing mission so. control. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're all good. Uh, luckily, nobody needs to see me because nobody sees me anyway. So there you go. Um, yeah, so uh, over here, we're doing, uh, we're doing pretty good. Um, just kind of, you know, doing a normal thing. We had our Thanksgiving, which I mean, in the Animal Crossing world, we all had Thanksgiving, regardless of whether you actually have Thanksgiving in your country or not. There's that. Um, but uh, we had an actual Thanksgiving, which we celebrated with like a third of our family. Um, I have a very small family. So if somebody's like, oh, that was irresponsible, that was like just uh, like six people, but seven people. So, and that is very much within our Michigan limits of 10 people, no more than 10 people. Um, so I
1: absolutely, I absolutely hate in this day, like in this year that you have to justify why you're doing something. Like I know, it's right? Just
0: <laughs> right. Because you know that somebody will be like, why did you be irresponsible and do it? And I was like, all right, all right. A third of my family for some of you people, for some people who listen, is probably like 20 people, but not, not over here. Not, not in my family. Um, so, uh, but it was a good day. We had a lot of fun. We uh, zoomed. No, we didn't. We Facebook messaged with um with the rest of the family so that was fun um got to see everybody else that was at least a little a little consolation prize i guess you say and uh food was okay i cooked a turkey for like the second time in my life like a full turkey because we had it at my house not normally where we have it um i wouldn't say it was fantastic but uh you know it was it was fairly good um so somewhere around there um i'm no gordon ramsay sean so (laughs)
1: yeah. <laughs> i'm I'm not a very good cook either i can like I've mastered poached eggs got them down to an absolute perfection but <laughs> nice. that's that's about it If I can't read the instructions on the back of something and cook it that way i I struggle so that's where lindsay uh Lindsay carries the weight in, in this house for that
0: nice nice so uh moving on to games what what have you been playing lately sean um
1: I, could have, I think I've beaten this. One to death. But <laughs> um Doom Doom Eternal. I've been playing that again, but I've been doing the DLC. Um am I gonna pick this up when it comes out on the Switch? Probably not. It's say uh, I it's free on the on the Game Pass, so yeah, and But yeah, I don't want to go through the actual main campaign again. It was so hard.
0: (laughs) I was holding my breath when you were like, probably... I really had no idea which way you were going to land on that one.
1: No. The DLC is like... It's so hard. Literally, I can play it for an hour and get no no further in the game. I just end up turning it off and I'm like... (sighs) Well... (laughs) (laughs) No sense of no sense of like performance from playing that because it's just so hard to to get through the DLC. Um, the only other thing I've been playing is I've picked up uh, Call of Duty Warzone again. Just um, I, think I the daughter was playing it one evening and I, I was like st- stood watching it for five minutes. I was like, why did I stop playing this? This is amazing. And now I started playing it again. I can't stop. So but other than that, other than obviously Animal Crossing because we've had the the events and sure. uh, I'm still trying to build my island um yeah what about yourself nick
0: yeah well i i i am going to make it my mission i am going to say that i will do this 100 percent. i am going to download doom eternal and i'm going to play at least some amount before our next podcast that is my mission that's what i'm going to do so that we so that i can at least have some coherent conversation with you about um either how much i hate it or how much i surprised liked it or somewhere in between
1: I gotta say, you're either gonna absolutely like <laughs> thank me for, for playing it and be like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Or you're gonna
0: be like, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, I want to play it. I said it. I've said it every time you talk, but this time I really, I'm gonna do it for our next podcast. Um, I want to play it just because it is. It's one of those games that you know you should probably at least pick up and kill a demon or whatever you do in that game for for a couple just to say you've done it. Um, so for me, I too have not played a whole lot. Um, I haven't haven't hit a ton. I I've been playing Sakuna of Rice and Ruin since our extra live stream. I started it there. I was pretty down on this game, and it is true. Uh, when you start this game, you they really tell you nothing about how to uh, how to plant rice. I think I'm now in my fourth harvest of rice, and I finally got like like when you get done harvesting the rice, your your goddess character just like gives like a quick glib of what she thinks, and like every other time it was like well, that was a failure. <laughs> like, well, we didn't do any good there, And it was just like, it's always like, ah, I'm trying, like, how is this not good? But finally, this last one, she was like, hey, I see some improvement here. And I'm like, yes, finally. So the game, so you harvest rice in this game, and I've kind of said it, but I've kind of talked about it, that it's a 2D platformer in one area, and it's a 3D, like, farming game, uh, village manager game uh, in, in your home base. And so you harvest the rice, and the better you harvest the rice, the more power-ups and the stronger your character becomes uh, in the actual fighting part. So they're linked together. So you got to do good in one to do good in the other. Um, and so the game starts – I think the game is meant to start that way to where, with the rice, to where it's like you start out and you really don't know what you're doing. You're slightly frustrated. You go through your first harvest. It's not that great. And then they slowly like teach you, get more farming skills. They teach you more about it. And you start to get, you start to like understand what you're doing and why you're doing it and what season it is in the rice harvest and what, where the water has to be and what you have to do. And there's fertilizer. But it is really in depth. It is the most in depth farming game that I've ever played, like way past Harvest Moon or Stardew Valley or anything like that. Um, so you really, well, I don't know if you really. I was gonna say you really learn about about farming rice you do as long as what they're teaching you is right I have no idea but uh, <laughs> I've never farmed rice before but if it if like what they're teaching you is spot-on then you really do learn a lot about like the levels in the in the field and for water and all that stuff so anyways I'll shut up about that I've talked about it before so it, um,
1: it seems quite interesting in the fact that like you say I've never come across a farming simulator that is that in-depth that sounds like, and, it, and I can only imagine that farming in real life is as frustrating as that. Is it going to be that, oh, I take this, put it in ground, hmm, vegetables, <laughs> yeah. and it'd be absolutely perfect. Um, so that kind of trial and error and try again kind of thing, that sounds like real life. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. And it, you know, I mean, at one on one hand, it's super frustrating and I hate it, and on the other hand, I'm like, I really just want to master this whole rice farming thing. Like I just want to get, and so there's like a part of me that just like, I want to just put it down and be done with it. And there's a part of me that is like, no, I want to get, I want to figure this out. And I have made it, I don't know. I've made it pretty far. I've opened up a lot of the world as I've been, I go out and do the combat stuff. And that's been great too. There's a little crafting elements too. And so, yeah, it is a lot of fun, but it's definitely way past like, oh, you plant something like, Harvest Moon or Stardew Valley, which is about as most in depth farming I've ever had before. You know, you plant something on the right season, you throw some fertilizer on it, you water it every day, you're golden. (laughs) That's it, you're done. Um, And so yeah, this goes way, way further in than that. Like it can take me probably 15 minutes to sow my field of rice. Like legit, like legit. It takes me, I have to walk her around, make sure she's putting the seeds in a balanced spacing apart so that they all grow correctly. So just the, the sowing of the field can take 15 minutes, like real time. Anyways, so I've, uh, I know it sounds like I hate that game, but it's, I'm actually coming around to it. Sure, it sounds like all I'm doing is complaining about it, it, but I'm actually coming around to it and I am enjoying it more and more as I play it. But I will say I'm probably going to put it down this week because as much as I have not heard great reviews, I just don't think I can not buy it. I am very interested in uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Like I just, yeah. I want to not, people are like, this game is not that good and it's, uh, it's like, barely average and I don't, you know, it's got some hiccups and everything. And I want to be like, okay, I shouldn't buy it. And I probably shouldn't, but I'm just really drawn to this game. There's no way when it pops on the eShop that I'm not going to pull the trigger. It's just a fact to me.
1: See, I've, I've got it on my Christmas slash birthday list. Cause like my birthday's eight days before Christmas. Sure. I, like, it's great, but it's also not great. <laughs> so it's on well, my, yeah. no. if if my parents are struggling or somebody asks Lindsay, I oh, really don't know what to get shot. What should we get? Um, It's on that list of things that she can fire off to people. So I have it digitally. Not digitally, physically. So if I start to not... I can be like, look, I really thought this game was going to be right. So I'll take it and I'll go get something that I actually want to play. Which is probably when I'll pick up Doom Eternal on the Switch.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah. And, you know, I should do that. I should buy it physical. I buy everything digital. But I really should buy this one physical because... Yeah, I am. I am nervous about it. And as much as I, I think I've even said on Discord, "Well, I'm going to wait until I get some more reviews and blah blah." I guarantee you, like, I'm going to say that, and then somehow I'm going to black out, and it's going to end up on my Switch by like the end of the day, Guar- guarantee. Because I just won't be. The pull is strong. That's all I can say about it. So, anything else you've been playing? Um, no. <laughs> There's things
1: <laughs> that I want to play. Um, like that. Uh, Immortals. Um, what else was it that I've seen? Um, there's a there's a BMX game that's kind of doing the social media round. Um, that I think still only on stream only, but mm. I'm kind of waiting for that to come to console because I'd really like to get my hands on that. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I can't even think if there's anything coming out soon that I've other than the, uh, Immortals that. I kind of want to play.
0: I uh I confess this to you before we started but I feel like I just feel like I want to confess it on the podcast. I um I have not played my Xbox but maybe for like 20 minutes my Xbox Series S but maybe for like 20 minutes in the last like week and a half. I have downloaded Jedi Fallen Order I don't think that's going to hold me. I know that's probably a sin to many people who think it's an amazing game. And it's not that it's not an amazing game. It's just there's so... I kind of get analysis paralysis with Game Pass because I'm like, I'm playing this game, but I'm like, man, there's a lot of other games I'd like to play too. Maybe I just... I don't know. I don't know that my brain is meant for Game Pass, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Um, so i downloaded Fable, <laughs> and I really want to yes. try that.
1: The, so Fables, were, they were a good... Select so like Fable Two, where I think was my favourite. If you um, and it's actually like with you liking the RPG um, turn-based style battle, I think you'll really enjoy it because mm-hmm. I it's, it's like a really child version of um, Skyrim in that sense.
0: Nice. So yeah, I've played one and I've played two, but I've never played three, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. I know, I know they, they debuted the fact that there was another Fable coming out for the, uh, for the Xbox. Uh, I don't know if they gave a time frame, but uh, they kind of teased it. Um, and so I'd like to catch up with 3 and be ready for whatever comes out next. So I am excited.
1: Just, just to add to that list of games that you could okay. play with Game Pass, <laughs> they've, um, they've introduced EA Play for free uh-huh have yeah. game pass so yeah. you've now got all those EA games
0: <laughs> no i don't <laughs> don't worry i look through them and i'm like oh, i wouldn't mind doing that the one thing i will never do is download madden i know i know american football is not not like the thing for you but madden Ma- if i downloaded a madden game i'd be gone like like you do not want to know how much time i've sunk into a madden game making a franchise it's it's uh it's ridiculous. So, yeah, I, I, there are certain games that I know I cannot download because it, it gets, it, I would sink way too much time into it. I will say this real quick I was going to buy the Xbox Series X and do, the, um, and do the, the payment system that Microsoft had set up. So, for those, anybody who doesn't know, is it three years? I want to say it's three years. Uh, I thought it was two. Is it two? It could be okay. three. Okay. Okay. okay yeah it's a couple of years a couple or few years somewhere in there that you you are paying for the system and you are also paying for Game Pass Ultimate so they break the system up and then they break uh, Game Pass Ultimate up and if you i think if you did the math you saved some money overall between between the Game Pass Ultimate and the system I did not do that cuz I didn't want to deal with the monthly payments so instead I just got the S cuz I didn't really want to spend that much money on the X um, But I will say this. I would, now being kind of in the Xbox sphere for a while, I would not recommend people doing that if there's any way that they can prevent it. Because this Black Friday, I just got nine months of uh, Game Pass Ultimate. And I don't remember who put it on Discord, but kudos to them. I'm sorry, I don't remember who you were. Because I wouldn't have found it if it wasn't for them. Um, I just got nine months of Game Pass Ultimate for 60 bucks. Which is like, which is four months of Game Pass Ultimate normally. And so that made me realize if you can afford to not do it, don't do the payment thing because you're paying that fifteen dollars a month and you don't have any way to take advantage of, of good deals like that and save yourself some cash. So Cool. Well, uh, should we chat about the island the animals in our lives? Let's move over to those animals that we love so dear. Isabel's morning announcements. So I will start this off with something very exciting. Um, In our last, uh, our last podcast, we we got the update. Well, actually, we had a podcast and then got the update and then had a mini bonus podcast. Um, And so in that, it gave us the ability to move single users from one island to the other. And I have always felt. When I got my Switch, I put uh, I, I had an island by myself, and then my son and my daughter have an island that they share on the Switch Lite, and my son no longer really likes to play, and now I don't really want to get my daughter a Nintendo account yet, so she was kind of alone playing. She wasn't the representative, and it was kind of like that, And she, so she had dropped off along with my son. And so I went to her and I said, "Hey, you know this is a thing. you can come to my island. Would you want to do that And then we could play on one on one screen together and she was like, "Yeah, I would love that and so by the way, she didn't say it quite like that because she's four, just to make give context here um, and so I went through the process of getting her her user over on my island. You do not need the uh there's a specific app you download to transfer your save data. You don't need that to do single user uh, transfers. You just do that right in. You hit the minus button on the home screen, and you the two the two consoles talk to each other. You pr- you do some menus on on the one, and then more menus on the other. And then by the time you're done, they're over. They walk out of the airport, and and Nook Nook greets them and is like, "Hey, here you, you want to join this island?" and he gives them a, um, a tent kit or not a tent kit. It's a, it's a kit, like a building house kit. And then, so you end up with whatever was in your house, whatever was in your pockets, whatever was in your storage, whatever was in your bank, that's what you bring over. So if you put anything outside your house in that, on your previous island, that stays on that island. So, but other than that, oh, and you don't get to bring over designs. So you're going kind to of get linked in to the design grouping that, um, that is on the island currently. You have to leave whatever designs you did. So for, for those of you who are big into that, that's probably going to be an issue if, if that's something you're doing. But that said, we got her over, and she and you don't have to wait a day or anything like that. Like you put down the house and it just appears so whatever and it appears to it appears just like it was on your other island however it looked on that island it looks on this and so you can literally just like in one it i don't know it probably only took me 20 minutes and i probably could have done it quicker if i would have really wanted to and uh it comes over and it's great and it's there and it was it was a really simple and easy process and uh my daughter loves playing on the 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 follower and the the leader thing and uh we do pretty good together every once in a while we had a we have some conversations about rules. We had to do. We have a con- we have a question, and uh, I have I have good experience now with that more than I ever did before. But uh, just suffice to say, the user switch moving uh, experience went very well. And so, if it's something you want to do, I'd recommend. If you, if it is something you need to do, and uh, you've been wanting to do, I recommend you do it because it, it worked really well for me.
1: I like the fact that they've kind of, it's not just been one of those system things where, oh, right, there you go. They, it, you, everything's now on the island. I like the fact that it, it, they've kind of put all that where Nook meets them. You get to choose where it goes. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I, I didn't I didn't think they'd have done something like that, but now it makes sense thinking about it.
0: But, yeah, yeah. I, I'm totally with you. Like If they would have came up with the update and said, you have saved transfers, congratulations. I would have been like, great! I've got everything I ever wanted. But you know, as no, as Nintendo does, they're like, not only do you have that, but you have this, and I'm like, oh, that's something I didn't even really know I wanted, and now I'm glad it's here. So that, but that's what Nintendo's best at. They do it all the time. So I, uh, yeah, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed playing and having here on my island. That's been a good time. So, Sean, what did you think about the uh, Thanksgiving event that uh, happened just recently?
1: Um, of all the events that they've had so far, this one has been my favourite because of the way it was done and the way it was presented. Um, it wasn't timed, but it was, there was a time slot for it. But it didn't feel like that I'd spent a lot of time leaguing up to this and then I had to be doing it very quickly to get everything out of it. So um, like I came back I started it as soon as I could. Um, ran out of time to, well, while trying to do it. and But then I thought to myself, yeah, so up until midnight, I've got loads of time once the kids are asleep to like to do this slowly and enjoy it and not have to rush. And so, but no, I really enjoyed it. And it wasn't difficult in the fact that not knowing what items you were going to need for the recipes and things like that, it wasn't like a case of, Oh crap! I need to. I don't know how I can get that. Is that going to be available? But yeah, it was. It's was pretty good. I enjoyed. It. I enjoyed the villagers' reactions to things as well. And yeah,
0: yeah I I I agree one hundred percent with everything you said. I was very grateful for the ingredient swapping that the villagers did. Um, that was, I didn't look on an ingredient. I know a couple of people dropped, um, like, like spoiler things. Uh, if you wanted to look at them about what you would need for this event and I didn't look at them. And the moment I booted up my switch and realized that this was going to be kind of in depth, I, I regretted that because I was like, well, I don't have a ton of time. And I, I don't know how long the fam is going to be here. And I was like, Oh man, I should have, I should have looked and kind of stockpiled what I needed. So I could have done this a little bit quicker. Um, and so, I would have been in a real pickle if it wasn't for uh, if it wasn't for those villagers that kind of were just i kept trading horse mackerel for everything that I needed, and that was super helpful
1: yeah, that's how I kind of did I think i i fished for the one bad knife jaw and then they said that I needed the um witch crab can't remember what the crab was that i needed yeah and i was like i know for a fact that's going to be extremely difficult to swim for and swimming around is one of the slowest time consuming things ever in the game so i started swapping a couple of things and it was like i finally got it like wow, that was a lot quicker and i think i got it like within two swaps so yeah
0: yeah No, they were pretty good about getting you the stuff you needed although i did put a gif uh I, uh on twitter um, that i thought was really funny it shows all of the it shows all of your islanders enjoying the like feast and then it shows like my islanders at thanksgiving me at thanksgiving and you just like shows this person randomly swimming in the middle of the sea trying to find something and i thought <laughs> if you didn't use the villagers that's very true like that was you at thanksgiving you were just searching around for your items for your great yeah, i did
1: i did a full lap of the island trying to find that crab it took me 35 minutes and then i thought oh. But I had a couple of other things and I thought, oh, Tammy wanted this and Ken wanted that. So I kind of like went and went to Ken, gave him what he wanted, which then he gave me something else that Tammy had already wanted anyway. Went to her and she gave me the crab, and I was like, oh, and that was the last thing I needed. So I was quite grateful for that.
0: Yeah. And for the first time ever, I think I appreciated our uh, time difference because I don't know. I'm notoriously bad. I've said it here before about talking to residents and or I mean, Islanders. I just don't. And so if you wouldn't have given that, like that you, I think you posted like FYI, talk to your other villagers. I, you posted that like right as I woke up. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll keep that in mind. And, um, and so I, so that made me think, okay, I'll go see what they want. Cause I was kind of frustrated with what I couldn't find. And then I was like, oh, that's why you need to talk to the other villagers. So I appreciated that very much. Cause I probably wouldn't have looked in any of the houses. I, i'd have been to would have been like i can't deal with those other people i just got to get these items <laughs> i guess
1: be that. <laughs> yeah that's kind of that's why i put it also because for like i didn't look at the spoilers list so i wanted like i went just because it um i think Isabel even mentioned it that like obviously people will be making stuff so i thought oh, i wonder what they're going to be making i didn't think they were going to be making anything so that's why i went and had a look as soon as like I was told, oh, don't forget that if you want to really make something tasty, add this. I was like, that's going to be important
0: information because it's in blue. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> if you play a Nintendo game, you know, pay attention to the colored letters. <laughs> that's a thing. Um, what do you think about the pri or the DIYs and all the the stuff we got? Um,
1: they're nice. I think for uh, for a themed um, event. The, there's bits and pieces of the DIYs you can use to make like outdoor areas look nice. Mm-hmm. So I've added. Um, I'm in the process of trying to make the hay like uh, looking thing for the campsite. Oh sure, yeah. Because uh, rather than having a load of um, weeds, which it's just a nightmare, because every time I go on that area, it just seems to sprout them because there's so many of them, they just pop up yeah. like wildfire. Um, I'm gonna start using the hay rather than weeds and hopefully have it look like a bit of a camp field um, cool. that's good and the table and stuff i are you going to use in the campsite because it's quite quite a nice looking campsite style table mm-hmm. so it's, it's yeah it's kind of upped the campsite looking area i know it's all the uh, thanksgiving stuff but because it's the it's outdoor it's the pilgrim looking kind of stuff it's mm-hmm. actually quite good for the campsite
0: Yeah. And I've said this before. I think this, this event probably has been the most guilty of it. And the only thing maybe I didn't like about it is that everything came right as you were at Thanksgiving. Like, so, you know, like at Halloween you got a run up of some items Um, Easter, you got a run up of some items you could, you could put out for Easter while you before the event, but, Man, everything came right at Thanksgiving. So I was like, you're getting it that day. And it's like, well, well now now I don't really care. Now I want Christmas items. <laughs> and yeah. So I was like, I don't that. So yeah, there is a white, I think they called it the garden stand, which I have used actually a few times on my island now. I was looking for a little item that, like that, that I could just put out that looked nice. Doesn't really look Thanksgiving-y. Thanksgiving-y. I don't, it doesn't look like anything Thanksgiving. Um and you can put stuff on it, and I really like that that particular item. I'll, I'll use that, I'm sure, a ton more. Um, but yeah, I just was like, well, I would have liked to have this stuff before now, instead of like right at now. So that's that would be my one minute gripe of the whole thing. But overall, yeah, so far I think it is my favorite, my favorite event. Hopefully, Christmas tops it. I'm very excited about Christmas. Very excited. Yeah.
1: So today is the the first. So it's. Uh i'll be jumping on later on this evening when i get back from work and seeing what's uh what's available because i it runs now from the first to the 27th i believe the 26th mm-hmm. so we shall see
0: yeah like always we shall see because it's always whatever it always is seems to start right after our podcast <laughs> the only way it oh. works
1: yeah, we on Nintendo drop an awesome little video right yeah, after we yeah. finish recording.
0: Yeah, you better believe it. They'll flesh out the whole thing tomorrow at six or in an hour for you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. No, that's just how it works. Um. But speaking of December, there's snow. Has it snowed on your island yet?
1: Uh, no, I haven't seen it snow yet.
0: Yeah, I had a little bit. I had some flurries. So I'm I'm super excited. Although I am bummed because. I was very excited about tomorrow. I was going to catch a a dung beetle. we will get into this. It's the only beetle. If if you have caught everything from when the game has come out till now, it is the last thing you need and you will have all the bugs. I've caught them all. This is the last one. If you didn't time travel or anything like that, you've been waiting for December for the dung beetle. Uh, (laughs) Seems ironic. Um, But I bet I won't get him until it it snows enough that there's snow on the ground. Because as I recall, he pushes snowballs around. And I bet he won't show up right away in December. I hope I'm wrong, but I bet I'm not.
1: I wonder what you did. Because another thing that we need to talk about is that you got the golden axe. Uh, (laughs)
0: True, I did. I did. Um, I got the golden axe because I I tried hard for it because I knew that I was about to get other golden items. So I was like, well, I got to get this axe. I've actually had the axe you gave me in my inventory because I was like, well, I can't use the golden axe because it's going to take forever to break and I need these things to break. So I just put it in my (laughs) inventory and waited. Now I have it. I have it in it.
1: Because I believe when you finish the critopedia is when you will get the golden net. Yes. So, yeah. Um, yeah. The golden shovel, sh- is the shovel. The shovel
0: is month. Gulliver.
1: Yeah. Which to, I'm very close
0: times. to. As long as they count Gulliver and Gullivar as both, I'm very close to it. I should only, and I mean, I say very close, but I'm probably like four or five away, which, you know, could be a month quite frankly or more for that? I,
1: I haven't got my golden slingshot yet and but I've had the nook mile event for shooting down the maximum amount of balloons that you need to get all the nook mile stamps but I haven't got my golden DIY for that really? yeah I believe so I, I just, I'm going have to have to double check this now but I've never been at the, usually that once you, you hit that mark there's an a, like a bit of an animation that says "Well, you kind of
0: no no the slingshot is not an animation it's in a very golden balloon like i mean i know there's like the gold balloons that are that they're more like yellow compared to this one this one kind of sparkles and it's super golden and you shoot that one down and the diy recipe for the golden slingshots in that
1: Uh, i haven't had that yet
0: yeah that's that's where that is and i i'll never forget it because i had no idea how to get the slingshot. I was just shooting down balloons. It was the first one I got. And I saw the balloon and I thought, wow, that looks extra yellow. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> so I shot it down and I was like, oh my God, my first gold recipe. I was super excited. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, maybe at the end of the month I'll have the uh, golden net, the golden fishing rod, and the golden uh, thing that I can't think of. The, uh, the golden shovel. So
1: there you go. Fingers crossed and it'll be all gold. <laughs> yeah. the gold
0: and now I just need to find some gold to build all this junk. So <laughs> I think <laughs> I Yeah.
1: I haven't run out I've run out of that quite a while ago. So
0: Yeah. I have like six nuggets left I think because I, I had a bunch, but then I wanted to build the King Tut's head or whatever it was. So yeah. So there you have it. So new month, new bugs, new fish. We kind of, we've obviously kind of been touching on it. Dung beetle, th- there's more that have come out. I want to, I want to make sure I get this right. Cause I don't feel like, well, actually there's a lot more than that. It's true. There is more that there's a bunch of stuff leaving and there's more than just the dung beetle as an, as a new bug that you can catch. But I want to clarify the dung beetle is the only new bug that we have not been able to catch since the beginning of the game. That's what that means so in bugs and this is only in the northern hemisphere i'm sorry i didn't look up the southern hemisphere um i love you all but i just didn't make it there please forgive me um and so for fish it is only really the pond smelt um that that is brand new you've never been able to catch before um now for me i need to catch the pond smelt and i need to catch the elusive string fish because. I never caught it in March in those, what do we have, like 10 days basically to catch it before it went away? Yeah, never caught it in March so I need to catch both of those to fulfill those, to fulfill that uh, my Critterpedia for fish.
1: So yeah, I think what you want then is you need to be online. You need somebody on your island and bait because the Chances of you catching, yeah, exactly. You know, you know
0: it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tell it, tell it. I'm just, I'm just smiling because, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Did you catch it? Uh,
1: I think I have got the stringfish. Think that's okay. One you give me all the I tips got. you can
0: give me because I did not. Catch um, it.
1: Well, when Lindsay was playing it and we were like really sort on catching all the bugs and stuff like that, um, we found that if I was on her island, um, it increased the chance of catching. More fish like different hmm. kinds
0: so i'm bringing noah over here
1: yeah she'd be like chucking the rod in and she'd be just getting like dabs this time the other and she'd get really annoyed and i'm like oh and then i said like i've never seen her island so it's raining can i come to your island because like you catch better fish anyway when it's raining as soon as yeah. i like joined the island she sent one out and she dropped like, the giant trevelli that she was after oh yeah, That's yeah. When she got straight away she was like. <gasps> And I think I looked it up and they said there's like because there's increased chances of everything if you have somebody else on your island from an open Mm. island. So
0: Yeah, that means I have to just like Noah go to bed. I've done this before. Noah go to bed and I'll just I'll just take us I'll just take the switch light and bring him over to my island. Mm. (laughs) And that way I'll get I'll get that extra chance. I'm all I'm all about that. Um so we do I want to talk a little bit uh about uh Hey, it's Chad's event that he had one a big shout out to him, man. He did an amazing job. Uh, went over there. He had this all day of uh, catalog and swap meet event. Um, I picked up golden dishes DIY. Uh, that was one that was eluding me on the gold side. Uh, so I was really, I was really pumped about finding that at the swap meet. Thanks for that. Whoever dropped that off. Um, and so yeah, you can you could just go over there. It was uh it was on uh Black Friday, you could go over to Chad's Island, drop off a bunch of stuff, and then uh you, you didn't have to stay. You could head you could head home, do whatever you wanted to do, and then pick it up at the end of the day. Um I know uh I know I was there and uh, did you did you partake in that, Sean? I did, yes. Oh, I <laughs>
1: I went through my inventory and if I had duplicates of stuff that I knew was difficult to come by, I, um, I took all that and like, which layer and I took, I emptied everything out of my pockets and filled my inventory with things and took it all and left it there for people to have. Um, I didn't do any of the cataloging stuff cause I know we've hosted big catalog parties before. So I kind of, yeah, that was good. I picked up yeah. a lot of DIYs that I was, I've been looking for. So like, a nod to every, um, was it? Uh, I can't remember his name, but I'm going to have to get up while I carry on talking. But yeah, I picked up a lot of DIYs, especially like the astral ones that I, uh, from Celeste that I keep missing. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm there with you. I keep missing Celeste, too. I don't know where. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing her on my island. I'm not running around late at night enough. But uh, yeah, that was probably one of the things I know because that's something I'm trying to do is like kind of collect those DIYs that I just seem to be missing here and there so that was cool i was really excited for that i did the same thing i have this little diy card area it normally gets overfilled i start throwing them on the ground then isabel yells at me and tells me i don't have a five-star island anymore so then normally i'll just like invite people over to look through them for a few hours and whatever's left i just sell um so that's like that's what i did to poor chad i took them all and went to his island and filled far too many of his tables up and then at the end of the day, I was like, listen, I just took my catalog items. You can sell all my DIY cards. Have at it? Um, so yeah. thanks, thanks, Chad, for getting rid of my DIYs. I can't. Uh, but no, um, I also had a lot of fun running around his island. Did you do any of that? Did you do that? Yeah, anything?
1: I did. I, I took a red balloon with me and kind of like ran around with a red balloon. and nice. sat, sat on the beach for a while, sat with Chad on a bench for a while, kind of <laughs> went fishing, spoke to all his villagers. Um, went around all their houses when I didn't, the only house I didn't go in was because the, there was a couple, um, that had the mailboxes outside. So being polite, I didn't just go reading through everybody's house that had a mailbox. So <laughs> yeah. I was well behaved like that, yeah. but no, it, it, I mean, it, it took a few things away. Like some of his outdoor areas were, were really nice. So mm. I took a couple of ideas away, took some screenshots of places um, loved his flower arranging, which I took a screenshot of that on the switch. But, um, yeah, I think it's a C, a love heart, and a K. I don't know if you saw that. But, no. <laughs> uh, mm. Went and sat in his flowers for a little bit and just watched the world go by. But yeah, I think in total, about a two and a half hours over there just kind of mooching around every now and then, sitting around and taking pictures of Chad
0: <laughs> 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 on the bench. That's um, awesome. I The one thing I saw, I mean, there are a lot of things that I thought were really cool. The one thing that I will steal... From him um, because he has a little farm area too um, and he has taken the cushion like the ones you I think they're ones you make um, he has taken the cushion and customized them to look like a bag of seed and he's put it on the low garden uh, no the iron Iron low table or whatever it is yeah yeah and man, that's the coolest thing in the world. I saw that and I was like, it just, it's just so perfect where it was and how he had done it. And he made, he made a little like plant symbol on it, all in brown, except for the green plant symbol. It's so well done. And I was like, I, I am going to steal that for sure. So very did good you, work, Jen.
1: Did you pick up any of his um, clothing designs?
0: No, I didn't even look.
1: Yeah, I went into the Able sisters. Um, he's done like a Nintendo Dad one. He did a Dad Crossing one. There was a, a red, like dressed up as the Among Us. It said "Red Sus" on the back, which I thought was
0: pretty. Cool. Oh, I do remember seeing that. Um, seeing that design, he posted on Discord. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he had them outside. He had them outside on the mannequins, um, but then inside on the back wall in the able sisters you like you could pick up his design off the wall while you're on somebody else's island.
0: i mm-hmm, I'd mm-hmm, yeah.
1: done that. So so I picked up all of them and then left him with one of the dead crossing ones that I designed as a <laughs> as a gift. So <laughs>
0: that's cool. Yeah, no that's that's awesome work. So thanks a lot Chad for hosting that. I mean, he just kind of took that over and and did an amazing job. Um, so that's why, you know, that's that's why we love the community. I mean, they're amazing absolutely amazing
1: yep so, so sean um, oh go ahead sorry i was gonna say well go, on the terms of chad's event um i think i'll probably do a new year's style um sales event where pretty much the same as what chad's done i'll leave it open all day um and off the back of toy day if there's anything that you want to give back or take back that you didn't enjoy from your villagers <laughs> playing on that kind of thing where most people yeah. if they get a, get a gift that they don't like keep the receipt and take it back and but, yeah you're but like yeah, you're gifting. Is, yeah if there's anything that somebody's missed all that sort of stuff i'll make sure i've got as much of them as i can and it'll be kind of the same as what chelston you can come drop stuff off pick things up
0: so yeah there's going to be
1: there's going to be diys and items over the christmas period that somebody might miss so and i don't want people to to have missed out on lights and trees and that, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: keep an eye out for that i'll i'll build something for the discard and i'll uh i'll get it posted on there
0: yeah that'll be that'll be fun i know i i'll be honest i'm super worried about the whole uh christmas diy thing if they're coming in balloons i surely hope they're not coming in balloons like they have like they have uh for for autumn i missed a lot of autumn stuff i got all the mushroom stuff but i missed a lot of like the maple leaf stuff um i missed i think three or four of those that just never got yeah
1: then and i'm a bit upset that the maple leaves have stopped falling
0: because i think i've only got like eight. i have some if you need them i just don't have any recipes that i really i mean i made a couple of leaf piles and i don't know i just didn't i didn't have anything that i really was super interested in but yeah i missed some uh i missed some acorn things and uh some some maple leaf things but i was happy that i got the mushroom leaves That was very important. I love those mushrooms. All right, Sean, are you ready to go over to our dad corner? Hell yeah. Let's do it.
1: Welcome to Dad Dad Corner. Um, This week, we're going to discuss our dad philosophies. It's like things that are golden rules, the things that kind of, like we try to not pass over to us children, but kind of instill in them that, you know, respect your elders, that that kind of respect your elders, always pick up after yourself, The, the kind of stuff that that we don't want to give to them, but we want them to learn for themselves and understand that this is what you need to be a responsible person and a responsible adult later on in life. Um, it's one of the things that I think growing up, my mum kind of instilled in me because she was literally for the household. She was the household worker bee. So my dad worked shifts and he was a miner and a firefighter. And he like he was always either asleep or working. And incredibly grumpy because of that. I'm sure, but. Yeah. Um, and now being 33 and working shifts and have been a firefighter, I can completely understand why he was so grumpy. Because Adam, that post that Adam Sandler put is like a quote saying, I now understand why my dad was always in a bad mood. <laughs> so yeah. I, can, I can definitely understand that. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's certain aspects of being a father and a parent that I kind of. Wanted to share and want it to discuss because I thought it's quite an interesting subject. So, but yeah, um, if I was like just to pick any, um, I'd, like I just joked about that, I always pick up after yourself, but um, I'm a big believer in that if you make a mess, that is your mess, it's your responsibility. You need to be either be honest about making that mess or then, or sigh out and clean it up after yourself and try and get out of it in your own way um, I'll always the, it goes to things like if you've used a pot don't just leave it on the side so if you've made a plate mm-hmm. and and you've eaten off that plate don't just leave that plate sat on the side for somebody else to deal with you know wash it stick it in the dishwasher do something like that um, but even as far as like we've had a couple of instances with like kids like drawing on walls drawing on items of furniture and it's kind of like rather than tell somebody and or they've tried to clean it up, made it worse, then try to hide it. And it's like, why don't you just come and say something? So like mm. uh, the biggest example I can have of that is Jaya for whatever, she's going to hate for sharing this when she ever does, if she ever <laughs> listens to it. Um, she wrote something on the back of the bathroom door. Um, why she wrote what she wrote, I haven't a clue, um, but it literally just said no entry. And then there was a, an expletive underneath, which I, I'm going to repeat. Um,
0: Kids are great, aren't they? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah. And It was just like, it was one of them things that we don't understand at the time what was going through her head when she did it. It was only like last year that she did this as well. So it's not like she was young, young. Yeah. Um, but rather than like just trying to, well, she tried to wipe it off, but because she'd used the biro on a soft MDMF type door had left the inscribe of it. So she scratched into the wood, which then made it worse because she basically etched the same letters into it. And then she didn't tell anybody. And then I'd gone upstairs to run a bath and like turned around and I was like, what the hell's that? What's that all over the, and then like read it and I was like, what? What?" So then shouted the kids up. So who's done this? And she was like, it was me. And I kind of like, I got really cross. Cause I was like, why didn't you just come and tell us that you would drawn on the door? Mm-hmm. I could that have, like, I could have sorted that. That would have been really easy, but now you've scratched it into the wood. I'm now going to have to fill over. I'm going to have to like, yeah. sand back and paint. And you've now made this a million times worse, which then brings me into my next philosophy as a dad. It's always ask for help. It's no matter what I'd rather be able to do something for you than do nothing. Um, so like, if you're, if you're struggling with carrying things, ask for help. If something's happened you and you don't know how to create a solution for it, come and talk to us. Think, always ask. So, mm-hmm. and, like, and Jay is another prime example that because obviously Logan's free and he's like, if he can't get something- He's just, always asking for help. Yeah, <laughs> so like, Jay's been on the older age of the spectrum that we've got for the free kits. And she kind of tries to do everything on herself and keeps things bottled up. So like last week, her and the missus had a big argument. Um, Lindsay was basically just asking her what she wants. Like, is there anything extra that you want for Christmas? Because um, she at an age now where she understands that you cover your ears, kids, but Sandler isn't real. Um, <laughs> so she kind of understands it. She comes from different family members, comes from us, and she's like, and the wife went in and says, "Like, look, you've not really given us any go-to for Christmas. It's getting close to Christmas, but is there anything else that you want? And the daughter snapped at Lindsay and she was like, ah, stop you stressing me out. Leave me alone. And, uh, and like, Lindsay was like, stick that up your own rear end lady and <laughs> walked away, slammed the bedroom door. And she's like, you need to go and have a word with her. And I kind of went to try and talk to Jay and she seemed really closed in and quiet. And I was like, right, I'm not going to get anywhere with this. So just give us some time. Anyway, she came in and like she a couple of hours later, and she cannot apologise. I'm like, well, what's going on? There must be something that's bothering you. And she's like, I'm just a bit worried about my mocks. I've got my GCSE mocks, and she, like we both me and Lindsay just went, why didn't you say something? Why did you not just say to us, look, um, this is stressing me out. It, can I have some advice, can I have some guidance? And me and Lindsay, they've both been like, because we've been it. We, I absolutely hate exams and yeah. like the build up to it. I always feel like I'm underprepared and that's what she's feeling at the moment. So I just said, oh, why don't you ask? Um, and then the third and foremost philosophy for me is lying. I can't abide. I hate it. Yeah. If you have done something wrong or if you've done something stupid, don't just... Oh, that wasn't me. That was that was somebody else. Mm-hmm. Oh, that wasn't me. That's ah, uh, like this. This is where my middle daughter comes into it. She's a pathological liar. <laughs> she's awful because mm-hmm. um, she's between the two homes. She's like her mums, and then she comes here. And it's like if she does something wrong at her mums, and her mums taking something away, and she'll come here, and we haven't discuss that with her mum she'll like she'll come here and the first thing she asks for is oh can I do this and I'm like oh yeah yeah of course she can and then like we'll get a text half an hour later off of the uh off her mom, and she's like oh she's been like she's done this this and this at uh, my house and so I like t- took this away and the first thing that she usually takes away is the switch and it's the first thing that Emily asks for when she comes sure. here is can sure, I go yeah. on your switch and i like I'll then go upstairs and I'm like what are you doing she goes oh I'm just I'm playing um like, I'm playing animal, I'm on your Animal Crossing. Dad, like, that's absolutely fine. But should you be playing on that? And she will like, look at me. Like, Give me the switch, and go <laughs> sit on your bed and think about why this is wrong. And yeah, yeah. I understand it. Oh.
0: yeah, lying is a big one for me too. Uh, and actually, we, my my Noah doesn't really struggle with that at all. He will he will incriminate himself and tell the truth. My daughter, on the other hand, not at all, man. She'll just like she'll she'll lie with a straight face and be totally happy with it. It's actually a bit like unnerving. I'm like, why? Like why and how and and so I don't know. It's something I've always told Noah and I stuck with Noah, but it apparently didn't stick with Ariel. Um, I al- I always try to get them to understand that there there are a ton of good people in this world that mess up and do things they shouldn't have. And they may not have even meant to do it, but they get into way more trouble because they lie about the mess up that they made instead of just being like, hey, I made a mess up. I was like, I mean, I know it's hard, like Noah's starting to understand it, but like, it's hard for Errol to understand. But it's like, it's like, you have to understand that a lot of people who get in trouble don't get in trouble for what they did. They get in trouble for lying about what they did, you know? So just just take your lumps. It's gonna be better than whatever you have come in for trying to like cover it up, because it's, it's never gonna work. So, um, yeah, that's always a that's always a big one for me, as well. It's
1: the same here. If 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 you've done something wrong, or you've done something you shouldn't do, then yes, you will be. There'll be some comeback for that. But because you've lied about it, that comeback is now tenfold US. Yeah. <laughs> it's unreal and that's kind of like that's how we deal with it as well so we kind of yeah. emphasize more on the trying to cover up your mistakes and lie about it is worse than doing the actual thing wrong mm-hmm.
0: yeah another one another one for me is um is following what you say or just being true to your word i guess would be a better way to say it um, that's always been a big thing for me um, the kids know it like, and I'll, I'll tell them that they'll, they'll be like, are we going to do this? I was like, did I tell you we're going to do it? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, well, then we're going to do it. And that's like, and so like, it's, it's important for me. I, I don't commit to doing something with them unless I know that it can happen because I, I, I hate when you got people who are just like, yeah, we'll do that. Uh oh, we're not going to do it now. You know? And so I want them to understand that it's important to me that what I say actually comes to fruition so that hopefully they'll be the same way, you know, so that, um, they won't, whatever they say they're going to do or whatever they say is going to happen. I mean, sure. You know, life throws us curve balls every once in a while and you got to just roll with it. But for the most part, like I don't commit to doing something unless I know I can, because that being true to your word and letting that, uh, letting that really mean something is important to me. Yeah.
1: Not letting other people down Yeah,
0: with, with that. So like,
1: right. uh, yeah, I'm the same with that. I, kind of instilled in me from a young age by working hard and I'm, I'm trying to pass that on to Jaya and so bless so her she has picked up like a little a little bit of a job with um, somebody on the estate who prints canvases Jaya makes the hanging kits for those canvases so she, oh, cool. it's just a little simple job of just to put a couple of picture hooks and a couple of pins in a bag with a bit of paper rolled up which is a guide for hanging the canvases and that's all she does and she makes a she makes it 300. The woman gives Jay her 50 pounds. So it's like, nice. yeah, so it's her first little job. And like, mm-hmm. I'll go in there sometimes and I'll be like, heard, um, what are you doing? And she's kind of just sat watching TikTok on her phone, curled up on her bed. And I'm like, have you not got any things that you can be making up? Like, if you're not actually doing it, she's like, oh, yeah, I've got Jem a message. And she says she's starting to run low. So, well, start making them. She's yeah. like, she sits there kind of like shoulders drop <laughs> and I'm like, look, you've made a commitment and you've said to Gemma that you'll make sure that she doesn't run out, that she'll always have things. Cause if she runs out of these, she can't send her orders out, which means that her income stops. Mm-hmm. So you, know, you crack up sort of thing. And yeah. we, we help her cause like it, it comes the thing that the guides come in a big roll of paper. And I mean, like it's a big A1 roll, it's a huge roll of paper. and." Um, that's the hardest, most time consuming part is cutting out each one, so like Lindsay and me will will help us cut do the cutting out part. So all she has to do is roll up one hanging thing, stick it in a bag, a couple of hooks you she can bash out like fifty of these in an evening sort of thing so.
0: sure yeah that's no that's really yeah, so that's really important to me um going back to your uh ask for help, don't make it worse. This is like – i'll never forget this, and I don't remember whose shirt it was. This isn't my, this is a, this is a me story when I was a kid. Um, I remember how, I had to be, I don't know, probably like 13, somewhere around there. Um, I borrowed a shirt from somebody, which I never do. Like I just never do this thing. And they were like very particular, like don't, don't get anything on this shirt. And of course I got something on the shirt. I don't remember what it was, but they were, they were coming to pick it up or I don't remember the story entirely, but I know it needed to be dry like ASAP because I was giving it back to them. So I used a hairdryer to dry it and uh, I put the hairdryer too close to the actual shirt so that when I lifted the hairdryer up, there was this awesome like half dollar burn hole through the entire shirt. So like what was just like, I think it was like Coke that I had spilled on the, um like like a like a coca-cola that i had spilled on the shirt so it was just like a little spill all of a sudden became this like there was no way to fix it like i had burned a hole completely through it and i was like well now all right so i'm gonna just own that one but uh yeah it's just a personal story for me in that same in that same vein i that's kind of kind of what i want to get
1: that's kind of what i like to get into them is that that your that instance a prime example of it's, that coke spill is significant, insignificant compared to the fact you've now burnt a hole in it. So yeah. that's that's what I try to get through to J. So that drawing on the door is like easy to fix. It, it just basically, and I got some like turps or think like white spirit. Took the ink out. Might have took yeah. a bit of paint off, but then touching mm-hmm. the paint up was nothing um because you've now done this and it's done this and you've done that, it's now such a bigger thing and such a bigger job. So, like for you, it's the coke spill. If you yeah. just left it and gone, I'll oh, spill a bit of coconut it, I'm really sorry. Like, I'll pay for some dry clean. I know 13, you don't say that, but you like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I'll, no, I'll, but you're, I'll, yeah, my mom, yeah.
1: it, I'll get my mum to wash it and I'll bring it back to you tomorrow. So, sort I of think, but because you've then gone, uh, no, I mean, it. it's just made it worse. so it's, Then you've got to turn around and say, It's a, and I can see you are it and broke it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no sewing that. There's no fixing that. It was, it was gone. I remember that much. Um, yeah, the cleanup of the mess. was funny. My, my wife and I actually right before I came back down here, we just had a conversation. the The kids have these gigantic. I don't even know what they are. It's like, it's like a Paw Patrol boat. Do you guys watch Paw Patrol over there? Is that a thing over there?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Logan's
1: uh, huge into it at the moment. So
0: yeah. So, uh, so my daughter has this paw patrol boat and noah has this paw patrol bus and the Paw patrol <laughs> yeah and they're they're rather <laughs> large and so they like to like scoot them around the hardwood floor no big deal but they always they're not always that's the wrong word but they often especially my daughter um leave them out and so i was just i was just talking to my wife i was like we need to just like if if they're not in the room when they go to bed, then they're ours for like a day or two, whatever. To like get this through, that they cannot be leaving stuff around. For the most part, our kiddos do a pretty good job of cleaning up. Um, not really without being told. But if I tell them, "Hey, you got to clean up the living room," they won't they won't throw a fit. They'll go out and clean it up and do a do a pretty good job of it. My son more um, than my daughter. But
1: I see. Um, we took from Logan used to like. When Emily was a baby, I didn't, because I was working on a hell of a lot. Uh, didn't really go to many of the baby groups. Um, obviously, didn't get to do that with Jay because I didn't meet Jay until she was eight. But with Logan, I made, kind of made a point of I wanted to go to as many of the classes that he went to. And um, one of them was like, it was called, um, Marta, what was it called now? Anyway, it was a dance group type thing. Mm -hmm. Um just for getting kids to like for coordination and like it wasn't like ballet and stuff like that. It was basically just someone to tell them it was fun, they played music, they had colourful things out, and but one of the songs that she used to play was it was um Tidy Up by um I can't remember the name of the guy, but basically it's just a guitar and he sings Tidy Up and Clear Away and Kind of like when that song came on, all the toddlers in the room stopped and were like, <gasps> and then like grab the nearest ring and run over to, to Sam, who was a woman that like, took the finger. She was fantastic with them, and like they put it in the basket and they'd be like, "Yeah, I've
0: tied it up, whoa!"
1: And then they carry <laughs> on, and it's kind of like this is amazing. And so like I got the information for the like for the guy that sang the song, and now we've got like cues with Alexa. I'm not going to say a name properly because she's over there, and I don't want to start playing music. Everyone, but um, if I shout. It, um, it's so tidy tidy.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, she'll in, she'll play this song and she plays it in the living room. And as soon as like Logan and Emily hear this song, they know it's time to tidy up and they will. And they'll sing the song and, and Logan will run around and he's singing the song and they'll, and, and like, kind of like a musical cue for, right. It's uh-huh. time. Um, it's time to tidy up because like, yeah. And I'm the same. It's like, if you're playing in the living room, if you leave the living room, the living room needs to be clean and tidy. If you're in the bedroom and you're playing in the bedroom before you come down from the bedroom,
0: it needs to be clean and tidy. I'm trying to find, because now I like, we have one, we have one called like, gosh, I hate to sing on a podcast because Lord knows, I suck at singing, but it's like, clean up, clean up. And I don't remember the song, but man, clean up,
1: clean
0: up, (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah it was like yep. oh my goodness my daughter was the same like my my wife would be like you need to clean up and she'd be like she'd just start to like sing this song like she was, was like one of the seven dwarfs you know just like duh, 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 duh. and she just, she didn't work i mean it works great whoever thought of that idea it's fantastic um yeah. but yeah it's uh she'd just sing the song and clean it up so <laughs> but yeah that's great Um
1: so i also reached out to the discord community um and asked them in the parenting section because it's a, a nice place to they ask for things but uh, there's a lot of people that drop stuff in there that like asking for not help but kind of a suggestion or opinion on things mm-hmm. and asked them if there is anything that they could come up with that they kind of wanted to discuss and dan dropped a big one and um, so i'll just read out why he put. So the one thing I'm trying to pass on is the ability to handle bullying. Even with all the safety measures in the world, we'll never be able to snuff it out completely, even as adults. So I'm trying to teach them why people bully. In simple terms, I teach them that if somebody is bullying you, it's because on the inside, they feel trash. And the best thing to do is walk away because they're really bullying themselves and using you as a target. Now, if they keep doing it day after day, kick him in the nuts. <laughs>
0: which yeah it can, oh it's Dan We gotta love him
1: <laughs> no I no I, I kind of agree with him on that one I, I remember when I was in high school um, I was walking home one day and my little brother was being picked on by somebody that was like in the year between me and my brother so my brother's three years younger than me so like I was in year because we, we do things in years in, in the UK so like I was in year 9 my brother was in year 7 and a year 8 was bullying my little brother now, my little brother's a big guy. I mean he's not as tall as me, but he's really broad, and he was always really broad and He came running up to me and he's on the way home from school and he's like, "Oh, sean this, this person's doing this, and he's calling me names, and he's pushing me around, and I was like, "Well, I say,, well, look, you either walk with me and ignore him, and like because I'm not going to do anything about it because I'm older than him, and I'll get into trouble myself, and, um, yeah." I said to him, you're either going to have to walk away and come with me. And, like We've always been taught to just walk away or, or tell somebody. And I said, well, I will chat with mum and dad when we get home and we'll see what we can do. Or y- you can do something to stop him from targeting you because he obviously thinks that because you're younger than him, that he's a boss and he's bigger. So, like, my brother was like, oh, okay. So, like, he kind of walked with me for a little bit. Then this guy, this kid came up to him and started pushing him around. And he had one of these... The, the guy that was pushing him around had this like bag on that had like a strap that went from like over one shoulder and then round. Yeah. Like a arm. messenger
0: bag type thing.
1: Yeah. And it had like a pouch on the front for putting your phone in. Oh, okay. <laughs> and my brother like turn around and grabbed this pouch. And he he hit this kid so hard that my brother still had the pouch in his hand and this kid was sat on the floor. <laughs> and like, I was like, that, that's one way to stop him. <laughs> like I didn't mean that, but that's one way to and like, I kind of would get where Dan's saying if there comes a point where there's so much frustration in kids that they need to lash out and it's kind of teaching them that that isn't the first thing you should do. Um, It isn't something that you should do in general, but if you've exhausted every other outlet of, I've told the teacher, I've been to a guidance counselor that, like in school that might be able to offer support to the other person rather than just support me. Like I've told my parents, my parents have potentially reached out and discussed it with the other parents Um, yeah the pain's a uh, significant kind of language that everybody understands but Mm -hmm. it's always that should never be the be all and end all but yeah I hate bullying I was bullied a lot as a kid Um, I was the tallest I kind of grew hair on my arms and legs quicker than anybody else for some strange reason i seemed to be one of those early bloomers as a kid so my voice dropped sooner i was taller i was gangly i was goofy i like didn't like football like everybody else i like to skate and it's like kind of in the uk if you don't like to play football and you haven't got perfect teeth and perfect hair and a certain height you kind of get targeted a little bit and Mm. like yeah i was one of those kids (laughs) so i i I hate it, and that followed me through right till like early twenties. Even like a bit of workplace bullying, which when you dealt, when I dealt with it throughout high school, going into like an apprenticeship, and then having like men basically bullying you. Which when I've now gotten older, and like we've like. I've worked with these people. I worked with those people for a long time. I kind of realized that they weren't doing it as a target thing just because they didn't like me. They were doing it because they liked me. That was a Uh, hard lesson to learn that as you get get older, you kind of bully each other, not because you hate each other, but because you like each other. such a kind of strange concept, but um, (laughs) yeah. I mean, girls are awful as well. Girls are the worst for it. And especially with the digital age oh no yeah escape. that's
0: that's just crazy i i um I, I dread that when noah gets older and i have to deal with social media and facebook or whatever the new thing is when he's of age yeah to be on I, that stuff is ugh.
1: when when Jaya first got a phone and she must have been like 10 the school that she was in at the time um one girl had started a group chat with a couple of other girls and one girl in particular. And they were, they were all being awful to her. They were calling her some awful names and it just wasn't nice at all. But Jaya was in this group, but she was also messaging the girl that started it. Well, she wasn't messaging it. She was like this other girl that started this group was messaging Jaya to tell Jaya to say this in the group. Now Jaya was then saying these things that this girl was telling her to say in the group. And like when we found out, we were like, "Why? Why did you do that?" And she's like, "I don't know." And it's like, "But was it was it bad?" She's like, "Did, did it make you feel good to do it?" She's like, "No, I didn't like doing it." Said, but then why did you carry on doing it? Why didn't you? Couldn't tell somebody? It's like this you, this girl that's the target. You every you bully. You know you're all labelled as a bully because of this. And she, she got quite upset because she knew that word carried some some weight to it. And mm-hmm. and we're like, it's not right. You, this is awful. Um, yeah. yeah, It's like that says there's nothing you can do to protect it. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's just,
0: yeah. And I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, I was, I think at some level, I don't know, maybe there's somebody at the top of the food chain. I've never been there. So maybe there's somebody at the top of the food chain at these schools that doesn't get bullied but I really don't think there is. I think everybody at some level gets bullied by somebody. Um, so you're going to deal with it. Um, and, and Dan, I think is right. I mean, you just got to try to prepare your, your kiddos for how, how to deal with it and what to do when it inevitably happens. I was way overweight when I was in high school. And so, yeah, I got made fun of quite a bit for that stuff. Um, so and I was not being overweight into sports whatsoever so so yeah I um uh, yeah and but I mean if it's not that it's gonna be something right you're gonna be gangly and you're gonna you know you're gonna have a deep voice or it's gonna there's always something I mean kids will always find something to make fun of you about it's, kids are yeah. horrible <laughs> yeah they're, they're it's, horrible monsters
1: I think as well Dan hits the nail on the head. Is trying not only teaching them to walk away, but teaching them that there must be something, something wrong or something bothering that person that makes them lash out. They like, why do they hate the world so much that they need to pick on me and something, and not to like feel targeted or that, you know, not to mm-hmm. look at yourself and think, oh, right, yeah, they're right and. Yeah, and you, you get so many child suicides that loop back to being bullied and it's mm-hmm. like you know it's he's writing trying to show them that it's something wrong with them not something wrong with you and mm-hmm.
0: yeah and not to perpetuate it right I mean I think that kind of is like it's like this horrible game of dominoes right so like uh, somebody kid A picks on kid B and kid B now feels like crap and so kid B picks on kid C and now kid C you know and it's just like this horrible game of just like um, it's not really a game but it's just like this horrible event of just like dominoes it's the best way I can think to describe it where one picks on another picks on another because they can because they're like well now I feel like crap so I gotta pick on you so that you feel like crap <laughs> so that I feel a little bit better about myself because I can pick on somebody and bully somebody around and so yeah I don't... and then to be fair you have like like you know, my wife would be great to have on this conversation she like every year has these bullying lessons and it's like like the moment a kid walked into her office, she's a school counselor, by the way. The moment a kid walks into her office and says bullying, she's like, ah, because then there's like all this paperwork to fill out and then she's got to have a conversation with them and then it's like, ah. and so, and so it's just like the word, the word now is just has such connotations and, and yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. I, I, I just listen to her and think, wow, I don't think I could deal with that. Like, you know, I happen to parse out the kids that are just like, you have kids now. The kids are smart, and they know that that word holds meaning more than it probably did when we were in high school, right? I mean, if I said I was getting bullied, then I don't know, I probably would it did it didn't mean much. Uh, it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna make adults jump like it does now. And so kids are smart, and they know that. And so now you know teachers have to parse out between like, well, are they really bullied, or is it just like a playground fight, or is it what what is it? I mean, it's tough. Yeah. I just listen to <laughs> it. Is
1: it just banter and you can't take it That's yeah. the other one is
0: it? <clears throat> yeah it's, it's it's is it actually
1: yeah. you is it you've actually done something truthfully and people are just saying it to you in jest but because sometimes the truth hurts you kind of take in that bombardment yeah yeah but to me any form of bullying if you, if you go to somebody and say oh I feel like I'm being bullied or targeted then that, that it should that it should make people jump it's not nice yeah
0: yeah definitely does around here I can tell you that much So that's for sure. Well, all right. Are we ready to see what the community, what else the community has to say to us? Definitely. On to our bulletin board. All right. The villagers bulletin board. First, we want to thank all the patron members of the Nintendo dads for hanging with us on discord. You guys are the best community on the internet. We love you, and if you are listening to this and would like to chat with us, with chat with I'm sorry, chat with me and Sean, uh, plus a whole bunch of other awesome Animal Crossing fans and fans of just Nintendo and video games in general, you can join in on all the action for as little as a dollar a month over at Patreon.com backslash NintendoDance. Is it a backslash song? Did I say that That's right? Or is forward, it a, it's forward because it's a forward. forward. Slash. So- yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just I never get it right, and I know there's somebody's gonna be like, "Well, that's not a." So it's Patreon.com forward slash NintendoDads, or just slash NintendoDads. Whatever. You'll get there. You'll get there. Uh, but anyways, we actually have a lot of community questions, which I'm always excited about. I love a bunch of community questions. We thank you guys for being engaged and wanting to chat with us and ask us questions. And uh, yeah, it's it's part. It's actually um, one of my favorite parts of doing this podcast. It really is. So the first one is from the Nintendo dad himself. Neoprime, Tim gave us a question. Um, and so I'm just going to read it out here. Uh, we thank him for this question. Uh, I apologize if this one has been asked or answered before, but here we go. Sam is my youngest, 12, and loves to play games with me. With ADHD, he gets super focused on a favorite game and wants to play it all the time. For example, Boomerang Fu. We played it a lot. We played a lot of it on Thursday and Friday. On Saturday, he wanted to play some more, but I said, No, thank you. I want to work on my Animal Crossing Island. I offered for him to come to my island, but he did not want to until much later in the day, around when we did the swap meet. Shout out to Chad. Basically, he was upset that I didn't want to play the game. He wanted to play and he said, You never play the games and I want to play. Okay. The last two days disappeared apparently. I know Sammy's situation is unique, but I wanted to ask, are there times when your kids want to do something with you and all you want to do is your own thing? Like, hey, my child, how about a rain check? I'd like to do this instead. And what do do you do if they don't like that rain check? Um, PS, oh, I'm sorry. Um, First off, uh, Tim, you're awesome. And thank you so much for uh, asking this question. And I can literally relate to this question to the exact game. I mean, no doubt. Boomerang Foo has taken over our house. And I mean, Noah gets an hour a day, an hour a day to play video games. um, And he will spend that hour for the last two weeks playing Boomerang Foo, by himself this is not a game you should play by yourself there should be no joy in playing boomerang foo by yourself there's just like it's supposed to be a couch co-op game so i mean it's you can play it by yourself i i say that slightly facetiously but it is true and so noah is that same way we we hop on and he's like this is what we're gonna play this is what i want to play and so tim i i am there with you on this not only not only in the category in general, but also just this uh, this video game in and of itself. So what I do normally is to say, um, to maybe play a few rounds. I'll say, you know, we played this um, yesterday or whenever. I don't want to play this a ton, but if you want to play like a round or two, they go pretty quick. Um, we'll play a round or two. Or I'll say kind of like, yes, I'll do, I, w- I don't want to do that. I want to do X and you can, you know, we'll play it later or something like that. But I think that's the best way. That's the best way that I can think to handle it. Um, I did real quick um, before I pass it to you, Sean, I wanted to, I wanted to read um, our previous co-host here. Uh, Blockport Retro's um, response to Tim's question. Because there's the ADHD part, which I I can't really speak to, but I wanted to to read this because I thought this was pretty good. Um, To your question, transitions are hard for any kid, but ADHD just makes them downright unbearable. I have no magic pill, but the relationship you build with your son now will serve him immensely as an adult. Even the feelings of rejection he gets from you are helping him learn how to deal with negative emotions in a safe space. Even when he seems unruly, he's learning from you. I know this from my relationship with my dad, which is strong to this day. I thought that was a really, a really good response to that question. And so I wanted to uh, just read that out. Uh, So what do you, have you had, have you had this happen, Um, Not,
1: not, not with gaming. Um, Jay kind of never really. Asked me to get involved when when I met Jaya, She was eight. She was into Minecraft. She was into Terraria. Um, she had her iPad. I had my iPad. We'd play together sometimes. And then, like I say to her, like I you know I I'm kind of I'm burnt out with this now. You know, you you want to go you play on your own. And she's like, oh yeah yeah I'll play. own. she there was never really that Um Emily's never really been interested in playing anything together and Logan basically if I take out the Xbox controller I turn the switch on he kind of just yeah okay you're doing that and walks away and does something else or <laughs> sometimes it might like probably not very good to do this but I've played Call of Duty while he's been sat on my knee with another controller and he believes that we are the police and we're sure. looking for the bad guys and we need to hit them with our blasters and send them to the prison which is exactly what we're doing but so <laughs> I never have the sound on so like he can't hear it
0: I, I just kind
1: of sees me, well, basically running around and hiding in trees most of the time. <laughs> but but um, no, I don't. For me, it's like more day-to-day stuff. So, Logan will be playing with his cars. He'll come up and he'll be like, "Oh, Daddy, do you want to come and play cars with me?" And like, if we're not doing something, so like, if we're not trying to get dinner ready or we're not trying to tidy up or get some washing or basically doing the adult stuff, which is really boring mm-hmm. and annoying. Um, like, I'll quite happily play with him, sort of thing. But then, like, if it's getting like for an hour after an hour of playing toy cars on the floor with yeah. with bad knees and like middle age, it's kind of like, uh, I need to move. Mm-hmm. But and like, I'll say to it, it's, it's then, it's at that point when I say to him, like, Daddy needs to go and do this now. And he's like, No, I don't want you to. And that, that kind of starts the the upset. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's one of those things where you, you, you either, give in and you carry on playing and they never learn the no means no and like we have to do something else and or you kind of like you, you, for me I say to him look so you're a really big boy you can play on you and you've got lots of other toys or like I said why don't you go and find your sister and see if your sister wants to play or um, how about I put something on and you can watch a, a movie while daddy t- like finishes tidying up so I kind of like a, a distraction is technique is what mm-hmm. works best with Logan so oh, I'll even say to him, why don't you come and help me? So yeah, well, you come help daddy. It'll get done quicker and we'll go back to playing cats. So and it kind of like, he'll come, he'll like maybe help for two minutes, realize it's the most yeah. boring thing in the world and go back to playing his cats on his own. So yeah, yeah destruction tends to work quite well with Logan. So.
0: Yeah. With Noah, um, one of like, so there's two, there's two scenarios and the one he's fine with, And the other one, he just doesn't, like, he just doesn't get. The one is, like, I can't play because I have some adulting to do, whether it be work or cleaning the house or a project or something. All right, no problem. Like, the one that he just can't wrap his mind around, which is important to realize that, like, weekends he he views as, like, his time. Like, we only get a couple, maybe a couple hours to do something that's not, like, adult related during the week, during the weekday. You know, by the time I get home, we have supper, everything else, chores are done. And if you get an hour, we're pretty lucky. Right. So Saturday and Sunday is like, it's like his time. So that, so, um, his time to be like, he wakes up the moment I'm up, he's like, dad, what are we doing? You know, he's like, this is our time. What are we doing? And so he has trouble wrapping his mind around the fact that he would want to do something and i would not want to do it but i yet would not have an adulting task i would just be like no i don't want to do that and then just hop on the switch and do my own thing (laughs) it's kind of like he's just he just just flabbergasted by that idea you know and i i get so like that's where that's where i can really relate like he's like i want to play boomerang foo and so we try, I've been trying hard to be like, and this is really just been, this is a new kind of thing. He really kind of has always just played whatever I've played, you know, and that's been, and that's worked out just fine. We'll take turns or whatever. And so I'll just be like, no, nah, I just don't really, I don't really want to play that. So we've played that yesterday or probably earlier today for all that matter. Um, and so I want to play this so you can play with me or not. And actually sometimes I'll just be like, you know what? I just want to play animal crossing to get this done. So Tim, you're being way nicer than me. There are times where I'm like, you know what? I just want to play animal crossing. I got stuff I can't do if you're on my island. So let me do this. And then maybe like in an hour, you can hop on my island if you want, or we can play together. Um, And that is a, that I think you're right. It's just a, like a thing they have to learn. And Dan's right. There's no better place to learn it than there where they can, you know, be frustrated and you can work through it um you don't you don't want to learn it at school or wherever else you might possibly have to where it's not as easy to to walk somebody through that that process of Well yeah. you, we don't, you know,
1: have the one to one element because yeah teacher has maybe like five kids that she also has to see to at the same time yeah, going exactly. for the same thing. Yeah.
0: So yeah the fact learning the idea that um this person doesn't want to do what i want to do but that doesn't mean that we're not friends or that they don't like me or anything like that. That just means that at this point we want to do different things. I think that's, you know, that's a healthy thing to learn early on because that happens. Yeah,
1: definitely. It falls into the the reasoning thing because like Logan's irrational when he gets like upset about something. There's just no rationale to it. He's just like, Throwing himself on the floor, crying, I don't want to do this. I can't do that. And it's just like, dude, you're three years old. You can, you know, you'll not remember being this upset in like two hours' time because you'll remember that you want biscuits. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Um. All right. So moving on to uh, another question. Did some? Did you have something else, Sean?
1: No, that's it. I was, I was going to read Frosticle's question. Oh, go
0: for it. Go for it. If you it. have it queued yeah. up, you do it.
1: Yeah. So, Frosticle had shot a question, which I think, Nick, you might be able to answer better than me, because you've now got Ariel on your island. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, his question goes, so originally I had no interest in Animal Crossing, and only bought the game for my eldest to help get her through lockdown. She's eight years old. She has show, now showed no interest in it or in gaming gen, in general, to be honest. But over the last few weeks, she's been getting into Roblox, which is a horrific game, um, <laughs> whatever the hell that is, and has seen me playing Animal Crossing and other games and now wants it. I have two concerns. My first, from the AC point of view, that I've spent 300-plus hours on my island, and for me, it's perfect, and I do not want to in it. So what ground rules do you have with your kids on your island and how are you managing those expectations? And the second part to this question, my kids trash everything. Nothing lasts more than five minutes. I really want to share my games with her and enjoy them with her, but I'm really worried she's going to break my switch and just lose my games as they're so small. Again, what are your rules for this sort of thing with your kids and how is as this is new territory for me? Um, I can answer the second part. The first part I've got no experience with at all. Um but like the second part with like Logan would destroy everything. I've got a a wired Mario controller for the Switch. Um I got it when Odyssey came out. It was kind of came with a game. It's no good for playing Odyssey because it's got no gyro so you can't use, the, use it for the hat things, but it's a nice size to play Mario. Um Logan or like the the joysticks can you can pull them off you can pull the D pad off you can pull the A but um the amount of times I've lost all the buttons for that is unreal uh, like uh, I don't use it but I like mm-hmm. I like it because I like Mario so like I tend to have it on display sometimes like in one of the cabinets and like until the wife sees it she's like why is that in there and she puts it back in the game and draw that I've got um but yeah um it's one of those things where, if eight years old, I mean, Emily's eight, and she understands the importance of being gentle with the switch, and that it's quite delicate because she's got her own. Um, it's it's one of those things where you, you kind of, if she wants to play it, she's going to have to play it with with you sat there, and because it's an expensive toy, it's it's one of them things that can be broken, and like, and once she's you. You say to her once, like, I know you can be responsible and look after it properly and, and like, not drop it and things like that, then, like, you can play it while I'm not here. You still have to ask to pick it up so you know that she's got it and, that, like, you, you know, to check on it every now and then, check on her every now and then, make sure she's okay with it. Sure, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm the same. If, like, if Emily picks up our Switch to play with, I'm, like, that's fine, but, like, you know, sit on the sofa, don't take it upstairs, you know, Make sure you, for me, it's make sure your hands are clean. Kids are like mm-hmm. disgusting yeah. small creatures, and the switch has a, a screen. I think like that so it's like I'm just you know look after it. It's not, it's not cheap. I can't just replace it, and you know this is mine. It's important to me. You know, you I wouldn't go and trash one of your toys that's important to you. And it's kind of like then it builds on the learning respect for other people's property kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's how I deal with that. I would like, you know, yeah, you can play it. Sit together. You can sit on my knee and play for a while, and and you know, just so I know that you know that, you, that you're looking after it properly. And then once you, you've built that trust with her, then let it branch out. And that bit of branching out, she'll feel like, oh, my my dad trusts me to to look after something that's his. And
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with the second part. I agree with that completely. the only, The only thing I'd say, if you're worried about her really dropping it, um, you know, Noah started off docked only, docked only with me there while he was playing with the while he was playing, um, because you know, you drop a fifty dollar controller, that's unfortunate, but uh, it's better than dropping a switch. Um, and if I can see him starting to understand the rules of the, once I saw him starting to understand the rules of the controller, where it was like, okay, the controller has, it's a tool, it has a purpose, here's what it is. When I'm done playing with it, it goes back up on the shelf where I know it goes. And once I saw him starting to handle that properly, then it was like, okay, then I started to let him play. Um, If he wanted to play something, I would kind of back away not completely, but enough to where he didn't know I was there and started to watch how he did it by himself. And if he would, once he still started to take care of the controller the way it was supposed to, then we pulled the Switch off the dock and I was there with him and we we worked, we would play on the Switch undocked and uh, we'd go through that whole thing again where it was like, this is the rules of the Switch. This is what you do with it, where it goes when you're done. Go put it up. And once I saw him handling it well, then I pulled back to where now all he has to do is ask, and he's six, all he has to do is ask, and as long as he asks, he can go have it, he can play with it. Um, We have him on the parent, we have, now I don't play on that Switch, so it makes it a little bit easier. I do understand that uh, the, the parental controls are at the Switch level, or like at the operating system level, so that makes it really difficult if you're playing on it, and he's playing on it, and how that works, it gets annoying, so, I wish... Yeah, that, that makes it tough. But... Um, uh, but so he's locked down to like... I think there's like 12 games that he can play on there. He doesn't have any other real options past that. And so he goes and he can play those games for his 45 minutes to an hour, depending on, on how much time it is. And uh, then once it goes off, then it's his job to put it up. And if, and if I find out that he's gone over by a whole bunch, or if I find it laying on the couch or if i find him running around with it then he will lose it for the rest of that day and the next day and uh, that's usually cuz he knows the rules he goes gets it he sits on the couch um, he plays it for his time once the bell goes off he has to be done then it needs to go back where where it's supposed to be and that's it so so that would be my that would be my i know that's kind of long winded but that would be how i that's how i did it that's not, not that's not how I, it would be how i did it that's how i did it with no i was totally with you um, I've heard, I've heard this night remarks like, well, you'll give your kid an iPad, but you won't give your kid this, uh, this $300 thing. The iPad's worth 800 $9, 000, maybe maybe, a $1,000. And it's like, well, my iPad has an OtterBox on it that I could like slam it up against the wall. And I don't know how, what those people do with their little frame, with their little, like their, their cases, but those things are amazing. Whereas like the Switch, it just, especially, especially the OG switch or like, you know, the switch that's not the light, is you can encase it the same way. And it just feels like if you drop it on a corner, you break a rail or whatever, one of the Joy-Con rails, and it's very unfortunate. So so I totally get you and I was very worried about it too, and that's how I handled it. It worked out well for me. My daughter has lost their switch or not her switch, but the switch, um, numerous times. Like I, I try to back away and she'll either be hanging onto it with one hand or she'll leave it on the couch or just, nah, she's, she has issues with it. And so, so, yeah, that's what we do. Now, per island, I'll be honest, I'm new here right with you. I've only been on this island with her for, uh, I don't know, two weeks, not even, probably a week and a half, something like that. Um, the first rule we had to come up with was that there was no digging up of flowers. But... Um, she can't just go around digging up all my flowers, but what she can do is she can take any of the fruits. I mean, I have as much fruit as I need and she can pick as many flowers as she wants. They come back in three days. I mean, what's really the big deal? What's it's not that big of a deal as long as she's not digging up the flowers and she was very content with that. Now, granted, I will admit my daughter is only four years is eight. So there's going to be a bit of a difference in contentment of just like the rules here. Um. So so she can pick the heads off of any flowers. She can shake the trees. I didn't. I didn't ban her from any of that. Or, or like I don't. I doesn't. I doesn't mean anything to me. They'll all grow back in three days. It's no big deal. Um. I also gave her her own little part of the island. It's not very big. Um. But it's her own little corner of the island. I. I even put a fence around it not around it, but it's, it's legit like on a, it's like the second level. So she can run up there and she has this fence in area. It sounds bad when I start saying that. Um, this fence in area and she can do whatever she wants. She can dig holes. She can drop junk everywhere. And yes, that will affect your five star rating. So if that's a big deal to you, if you're still trying to keep that five star rating, um, you know, you might have to have a conversation with her about that. But, uh, she, I let, I, the five stars doesn't matter to me all that much anymore. I mean, it was the it's there. And if I really wanted to have it, I could just pick up uh, all the items she drops. Um, But I let her do whatever she wants in that space. That's her playground in animal crossing and she can do whatever she wants. there. Um, So that is currently, again, I'm only a week and a half in, but that's currently what we have settled on. That seems to work. I came, I came into my Island after she played for, I don't even know how she did it. It had to be a record time. She probably only played for like 20 minutes. And I have a lot of flowers on my island. But seriously, I say there's only about 10% of them that still had flowers left on them. I don't know how she picked them all. I don't know what she did with them all. I I mean, I'm guessing she sold them because they were gone, which is fine with me. I was like, all right, well, that's, that's you know, you didn't dig any up. That's the deal. Yeah, so running, running, yeah. running through
1: them can tear the heads off.
0: <laughs> that's true. Maybe that's what she did. Maybe she just like ripped teared through all the flowers. Either way, you know. It would, and I admit this, it would be different if it was March or even if it was April. Like it would be very, I would be much more meaning like I was playing, I had, I was new in playing Animal Crossing, getting, just getting my feet wet with it. Whereas I'm in a point now to where I'm like, all right, I've done the stuff. I've got the five stars where I'm, I feel fine. I've, I've done my piece. So it's i li- I'm a little bit more lax than I'm sure I would have been in April or May of playing this game. I admit that 100 percent so' there's a lot of talk yeah. sorry
1: so I, there's nothing like I said there's nothing else I can really say on that other than I'd have done the same as you if I'd have had an area carved off um but it's like this is this is your you know your section of the island your house is near it this is where you can put on trees yeah. do what you want. That is yours to deal with. This is like our shared area, so I tried to make this look as nice as as I can. And yeah, you know, if you want to add something else into that, we'll have a discussion about it. We'll see how we can do it nice and neat and tidy. And yeah, you know, we will. We'll,
0: yeah. Your you biggest issue, Jason, and it hasn't happened to me yet, but I am nervous. And we, I talked to my daughter about it, but I could totally see her doing it, maybe even on accident got got into it didn't know how to get is is designs if you're big into designs you all share the same pool of designs and i don't understand why nintendo did it that way i mean i don't i i just don't get it but uh so yeah she can go in to your design she can go into any of the designs you've made and do whatever she wants with them quite frankly and that probably is my biggest fear because i have a a lot of designs that I've put a lot of time into. Like if if she, if she took something off my Island, I don't know. I mean, it it would be a bummer. Like, especially if it was like one of the Gulliver items and just sold it. Like, like that would be a bummer. And I, we'd definitely have a conversation about that. She'd probably lose her privileges for a little bit for not listening, but like those designs, man, I don't want to have to redo those things. (laughs) I Put a lot of time. So that, that's my only, that would be my only thing to remind you of is that you all share the same pool of designs. All right, well, that was long-winded, so sorry about sorry about all that, but hopefully that helps you out.
1: Yeah, um, and the next question is from Michael PJP. Um, what is a pie-in-the-sky addition to the museum that you'd like to see? Um, birds, lizards, cars, and so on.
0: Hmm, do you have anything, Sean? Um, I quite like... I think lizards
1: would be a pretty good one, but like the same style as like you'd have to catch it with a net with the bugs. Um, birds, not so much. Maybe um, really, we've got artwork, we've got bugs, we've got sea creatures
0: and fish. The sea creatures and fish kind of look with each other. Um, um, See, I've said birds. I've said birds before. Not that you're going to catch them. I don't think you're going to catch them if you're going to do it. Observe them. Yeah. You, you get a binocular tool, you know, certain birds only land on certain trees at certain times of the day. So yeah, you would have to, once you, you'd have to use the little photo app and take a picture of them and then give the picture to Blathers and they, he could put it up in the museum and you could have this little like, um, what is it? The Audubon or whatever. Is that what the bird observation places is a little yeah. Audubon section in the museum I think that could be I think that could be really cool and a lot of fun um I think to do that. The
1: photography aspect in general I think would be pretty good if you could like take pictures of different things that you'd need to take pictures of Yeah, so like birds being one um, villages doing certain things like a comedy aspect of it and mm-hmm. or just some other way you could take a picture rather than having to screenshot something on your switch send it to social media then have to try and get it off to, to be able to just have that put up in a a museum so you take a picture of that then you can display all your favorite pictures in the museum
0: yeah yeah that actually so like a gallery you'd have your own yeah. gallery yeah that's yeah. a really cool idea i i love that i will say hot off the presses have not tried it so i don't know anything about it the newest switch update um is a lot allowing... there's a lot of chatter <laughs> yes the newest switch update is apparently allowing you to send pictures directly to your phone so i could be completely and utterly wrong with that i have not tried it but but that is what i have read screenshots via digital transfer oh wait (laughs) i almost read what tim said which is a pain in the butt of course that's what tim just said so maybe that's not as great news as i was hoping it would be so uh so yeah i was i was hoping that i was going to get something better i was hoping i was going to get better news than that when i went to look that up hot off the presses but that didn't work it's not hot off the presses for you by the way because this isn't live but it is for us now so there you go
1: um yeah the xbox app is a lot better for doing that that's a solid
0: deal i love that thing that thing is great yeah i mean and it's just like ping and then it says oh you have new screenshots on your phone love it that's awesome yeah, That's what Switch needs to do with their Switch app. I would use it all the time if they would just throw pictures into the Switch app and I could just save yes. them right to my camera roll. Oh my gosh. That would, be, that would be solid stuff right there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. I say birds and, a, and an art gallery. Those would be my favorite additions to the museum. Well, not,
1: yeah, like a photography gallery. We've got yeah, the photography. Gallery, yeah, not art. art. You yeah, you're do, right.
0: Yeah. yeah, Yeah, you have your own um, photography gallery that you can show off. That would be really good.
1: Cool. So, um, not that I'm quite, well, I'm just looking at the time my household is going to wake up any time between now and the next half an hour. So, And the next
0: five minutes.
1: Yeah, small people start peering around me. I do apologize.
0: <laughs> Dad crossing, um, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah. We'll speed along here. So, so Spider Shen and, Yeah, go for it, John. Hey, sorry, you go. Okay, Spider Sean asks a quick question about customizing items. I have two different pinball machines customizations in my two different pinball machine customizations in my catalog from the event on Saturday. I ordered two, but can't customize the second one. This might be a silly question, but can you only customize an item that you have a DIY for? The answer to that question is I believe no. You can customize some other items. But not all items from the shopping, um, not all items from nook shopping can be customized. Actually, very few, as I remember, can actually be customized. Most Uh, DIYs can, but nook shopping items, not so much.
1: So anything like a bed that has um, a cloth material or a chair that has a cloth material, they can be customized, but only the material part. So, like the bedspread. Um, things like that that can only change to what you have in your designs. Um, other than that, it's kind of a collector's edition style thing. So there might be four variants. I know there's four variants of the arcade machine because I've got all four. Um, so there might only be four variants of the pinball machine. But the only way to get that is somebody else on a different island might have a different one. So if you're wanting to collect them all, you? Um, to- best thing to do is maybe have a quick look on nookazon see what different variations there are um and then maybe ask the discord community because somebody out there might have a different one to you and yeah. they're probably more than happy to send it across to you because you know totally such an awesome community
0: yeah start with the discord community i mean a lot of times they'll have them but somebody will have them and yeah like sean said we can get it to you
1: Uh as always, um anyone from our awesome community that would like to join us for an episode, um, feel free to drop us a message and we'll see how we can work something out. Um it's a great to have all of your dads on. I believe we've got a guest coming for our next podcast. Yes,
0: we do. Oh. I'm, yes, having, to do.
1: Get, I'm having to get having to get up extra early on a day that isn't our usual recording day, which is my birthday
0: <laughs> to You're have this guest man. on,
1: but but I, yeah, I'm more than happy to do that. So it's cool, um, and we get to sing Happy Birthday, which is going to happen. If you don't sing, oh, happy totally birthday,
0: I'll be upset. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, we're doing that.
1: So, I, it's nice to wrap things up with a gaming topic. And this week, uh, just because there's, I've been doing a little research into it, and I've kind of want Nick's. To find out what Nick's done with it uh, the gaming topic for this one is VR fun and games so basically what experiences we've had with VR systems across different platforms and is it something that we like invest in our enjoy so I mean, I don't know what from the quick discussion we had through discard passenger to each other that you've never really used VR yeah
0: I really haven't I mean to be to be fair and actually it's kind of funny I I wrote I read a whole book no I listened to a whole book about Oculus, like legit from the very beginnings of it. Um, I can't think of the CEO's name. Um, the same guy that did the the console wars made a by bi- uh, wrote the biography of this uh, of the Oculus creator and CEO that got then got ousted. Great book. He does such a good job of making that stuff super interesting. So I read a whole book about it. But no, I've never really used um, a VR system. I did tell you though. Uh... I own like. When I was when I was looking at Xbox or PlayStation, I was very interested in PlayStation because I was like, I could get the VR thing and that would be cool because I've always wanted to try.
1: Yeah, um, we'll start with the PlayStation and I had the PS4 VR and it was great. It was a really nice piece of kit. Like it was solid. It didn't feel like it was going to fall apart, which like some. VR stuff in the early days felt like you know you couldn't move around much because it was even gonna fall off your head mm-hmm. if you dropped it at the end of its life sort of thing. But the PS4 was pretty robust to the point where like I lent it to my nine-year-old nephew for about a month. Like wow. they, the whole thing with the whole system, PlayStation, mm-hmm. the VR, everything went to their house for a bit because they wanted to play it. But um, but it was limited so you could play Skyrim in VR, but you were limited that You couldn't just use the controller to walk. You kind of like had to like pick a point to move to it. And the same with Doom, you could play Doom in VR. You to pick a point to move to it. And that made the game really difficult. And I didn't enjoy that interaction with it. But playing Gran Turismo, so the driving games in VR, made the driving experience so much easier because as you're driving a car, the kind of thing you do is you look. Because I used to do a bit of, like rallying and things like that back in the day sure um you look through the corner so you're, you're not always looking straight and doing like i'm doing this action with my hands while i I'm, like imitating this like if you play a driving game just with a controller and um, on a tv you're, the cat the, you're always looking straight you're never looking mm-hmm. through the corner which makes it harder to judge how much you need to turn and so on and so forth. i play gran turismo with the VR and the ability to just kind of look to your right slightly if you're going for a right hand corner and spotting the apex and seeing where you needed to put the power on. Um, made the game something. And the rallying aspect of Gran Turismo with VR was fun, but also very sickening because if you started to spin, spinning with a VR on, you're trying
0: Oh my goodness, I can't imagine.
1: Um, I played Wipeout, played that in VR, that was interesting. Um, but yeah, the PlayStation VR was was really good for that aspect. I didn't have the move ones that came with it, so mm. I didn't get to try that. I wanted to, but I couldn't find any, you know, because I picked it up really late. I couldn't find any that weren't smashed to bits or weren't ridiculously yeah. expensive. Um my dad had the hive.
0: Yeah, what's um, that? That's the only movie. one I don't I haven't heard of. Um
1: it, it was the early Start of it being on a PC system. Uh, I think hmm. like Hive died a death once Oculus got as good as they are, basically. Gotcha. Um, so like in the back of my mom and dad's living room, my dad's got like a PC. His has a gaming setup, basically, it's a better setup, something I wish I could have. Um, and so like he mounted the sensors, went up in the, the corners of the living room. It was like a perfect box shape at the back, and like the wire came like across the ceiling and down to the back of the headset so i basically plugged the headset and you put this headset on with headphones and there were four cameras that were watching you all the time and this is one where you could actually walk around and move. that's so
0: cool that would be amazing um, um
1: and it was very really pc based the game portal um mm-hmm. there was a um, basically a Mini laboratory, which was all famed around capture uh, robotics and labs and stuff like that. And you could, like, there's different instruments you could pick up. You had these two little cool controllers that were in your hands and, like, they became your hands in the game sort of thing. And that was amazing. That was like, that's what I'd want VR to be. If you could have a treadmill that you could walk on, which would make you walk, that, you know, I could have lived in that world. that was the best fun I've ever had um, time to play just because it was so interactive because you had these controllers which became your hands and like, you could pick things up and throw it and like, there was stuff going on behind you and you could walk over to a desk. And you, as long as you knew your boundaries sort of thing and you, mm-hmm. you weren't going to walk into it, it was great. Um, Man, that's crazy. I've used the Labo VR. I've
0: yeah, I almost pulled the trigger, but I, I ended up not getting it.
1: Um, yeah, I built it. Thought it was great. Didn't like the fact I had to hold it to my head. So, sure. my manuf- like pulled some snowboarding goggles to pieces and made it so it's strapped to my head the whole time. Um, but still wasn't brilliant. So. Sure, Nintendo did well in the interaction that you had to build it, but then mm-hmm. the playing with it, I didn't feel was a great use of the AI. Yeah, it was great for a bit. The kids loved it. The Blasting game where they were meant to move around was good. But after playing with the Hive and the PS4 one, I was like, no, that's not good. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's understandable.
1: <clears throat> the Oculus I've not had a chance to use. I'd like to get my hands-on one um, just because it's a standalone thing. You don't need to be wired to anything, which means you've got a bit more freedom. So you could go out in if you've got a big yard, you could probably play it in your yard, and and, that sort of thing.
0: I want to see my neighbor out there with like this this thing on, just walking around. (laughs) That'd be great. I love that. (laughs) So
1: so that's about it. That's that's my involvement with the AV. And there's a little arcade that's set up in like where the snow slope is near me, Um, and they've got like a proper area with the guns and stuff like that, so you can do. Sure, VR style stuff. Um, they've got a driving rig with a VR being set up. So I'd like to try those, but with COVID and stuff, it's a bit like can't really do that right now.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I was just gonna say. Pre-pandemic, there was a few. There's a few times you'd go to the mall and you can see the. I don't know if you guys have these, but they're like these chairs, and that's the full supposed to be like this immersive VR experience. You sit in i really wanted to try it but i just really couldn't bring myself to look like an idiot in the middle of like the mall so i just like i mean it wasn't super expensive but i was like i don't i don't want to look dumb in front of all somebody's you know somebody's going to be watching you (laughs) you just feel like and so yeah i never i never tried it i just i've never yeah i've never really tried vr in any form really um but yeah I'd, i'd love to um do you Have you read some rumors about uh, about Xbox having some... You had said something about that? Yeah,
1: apparently somebody went into the coding and saw that they were start There was glimmers of... Ah, uh, I oh, froze, I'm like sorry. <clears throat> um, there was glimmers of coding in there for the support of VR. And to be honest, it's probably the next step for them to go because... Mm-hmm. They had the Connect, which was amazing. Um, yeah, I did have that. Both, both my daughters love the Connect. So mm-hmm. watching watching Emily play Fruit Ninja on Connect was hilarious. Um,
0: I had the Ravaging. Ah,
1: yeah. Did have to use the hula hoop on the floor to say, stay in this circle, otherwise it wouldn't work.
0: Yep. But, yep, um, yep.
1: Yeah, that was pretty good.
0: Yeah, I would love, I would love to see the Xbox come out with something. Knowing my luck, they'd come out with it and be like, "It's just for the Xbox Series X," and then I'd be like, "No, <laughs> I bought the wrong one." <laughs> yeah,
1: the, so the computing power that S has can handle it. So the PS4 yeah. handled it. So
0: yeah, that's for sure. So, the only show yeah, the PS4 to- one was that it,
1: it, it, to use it on the PS4, there was like an extra box that came with it that you had to plug into the PlayStation which needed a power supply and then excuse me and then you had to be plugged into that box via a cable from the headset so you were kind of limited to how far away from the tv you could be and sure that kind of like because then there was a wire you had to be careful of like spinning around too many times and strangling yourself <laughs> so you yeah so there's like, a
0: little bit of setup on if that the one, kids were like.
1: it, yeah if the kids were using it sort of thing it was like i had to Somebody had to be there to make sure that they didn't trip over the cable and like a bit of cable management for them. So
0: yeah, yeah, that's why the Oculus would be interesting. Every once in a while, I go into GameStop and I see it up there, and I'm like, "Oh, that'd be cool." So, but so <laughs> the, the, back to the hive. My dad had a game where like
1: you had a grappling hook, and like you had to look around and you could swing through like a jungle or like a, basically a platform game yeah, with a grappling hook, and you had to swing. I'm like, oh, this! But the amount of times I actually fell to the ground because, <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you stood up and you you've got that immersive feeling of that you're in a completely different world mm-hmm. to where you stood, and and your eyes and your ears kind of it just tricks it so your senses go absolutely crazy, and it's just it's it's a great experience, but at the same time can like really mess with your inner ears. Yeah.
0: So you don't? I take it you you you've been in a lot of them. So you don't get uh, sick or anything like that.
1: Um, I've only had that motion sickness once, and that was with Wipeout. Wipeout okay. was a hard game to play. It's a hard game to play anyway because it's so fast paced. And but the when she put the when she plugged the VR, everything plugged into it, you were sat in the cockpit of the vehicle, driving the behind it, mm-hmm. and like obviously because it's a hovercraft style floating, the cockpit bounced slightly the whole time that you were in it. And so because that was bouncing, you kept your head still. So the screen was always moving. And then yeah. you could look this way and that way. And then you had like the jar and tilt and thrust. And it, yeah, if you were playing a race in full speed, I could only do it for like 10, 15 minutes at a time. Then I had to take it off because it was like, everything's moving. You're like... Wow, I need to hold on to something. Yeah. I need to look at the ground. I'm sweating a little bit. And it's like, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I always wondered well, that, if it would make me sick or not. Like, if I would be one of the people that dealt with that.
1: Uh, if you can handle roller coasters, let's say you, that's about because you've got the actual G force of a roller coaster plus everything moving around. If you can handle that, you're fine. Um, it just takes some getting used because it is really immersive it's it's like for the fact that playing a game like playing wipeout in vr i wasn't physically moving but because you were concentrating so much and everything was moving around you you felt so immersed your heart rate goes up so you Mm. sweat so you get out of breath it kind of all linked in together
0: one day one day xbox will come out with it and i'll give it a try
1: but yeah, that's—I uh, think that's pretty much everything we had in our docket to talk about this week. Which always amazes us, <laughs> amazes me that we can start the, our discussion of oh, we haven't really got a right a lot of things to talk about, and then two hours later, we're still here talking.
0: <laughs> that's, we're we are we are good at that—that's for sure. But I always love talking about Nintendo, and I always love talking to you about Nintendo. So and all all other things, video games, so and parenting, so it's awesome, man.
1: This is very cool. So. Anyway, I will take us out. Uh, so, As always, Dad Crossing is part of the Nintendo Family of Podcasts, Nintendo Dad's Family of Podcasts. You can find new Nintendo Dad content wherever podcasts are found. If you have questions or comments, you can reach out to us on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Everything is at NDad Crossing. We want to give the Nintendos a big shout-out, as always, for making us... Making this craziness happen and giving us the ability to publish out on their platform. So, from myself and Nick, we hope your village is sunny and your villages are happy. Now we'll go
0: back. <laughs>